When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you I had to fail, had to fall It's the Final Word Daily with me, Cameron Ponsonby and Vish Ahan Yeah man, that's how, it's actually, that's how you pronounce it, it's like London So if you should spell it properly it would be, or like to say it phonetically It would be P-U-N-S-O-N-B-E-E Just gets posher by the day mate, this, this is what happens Anyway we're back for um, Fish's favourite part of the week. His appearance yeah, on the, the f- test match. <laughs> well, that's so negative. I thought you, I was no, going to. Test s- match ends are quite good, you know, especially when you watch this England team. They're always quite fun because even when they lose, they kind of win, don't they? It's fine. I know it is remarkable they've managed to convince everyone. As long as they lose entertainingly enough, that is victory within itself. No, no better proof than Wellington lose by one run, having enforced a follow-on best test match ever. Anyway, we're going to actually start talking about India today rather than England. Because I always, always often think your cricket info coverage is a bit Anglo-centric. Yeah, yeah. It's weird as the England correspondent that happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Odd, strange, um, unfair, unpragmatic, unbalanced. Anyway, that's just my opinion. Um, with India, they did win today. Um, if convincing victory in the end, 106 runs. But I thought it was quite interesting to hear Raul Dravid now and Ashwin before kind of talk about how they adapt their style of play, kind of... Yeah, how, what's kind of the reaction been from an Indian perspective to the first two test matches? I think it's been broadly quite realistic, hasn't it? I think often people come to India with this idea of Indian cricket as being essentially what it seems to be on Twitter, X. Um, just wild opinion, opinions, like fluctuating Team 11s from like one test to the other that people want put forward. But evidently, I think, you know, one of the one of the main successes that India's had over the last, you know, 10, 15 years has been a degree of clarity. I wouldn't necessarily say that's translated to its to necessarily how they've approached T20 cricket on the international stage. But I think broadly there's there's kind of an understanding of like the world around them and the like as insular as Indian cricket seems to be. They're actually, you know, like Ravi Ashwin's got a YouTube channel. Rahul Dravid said that Oli Pope played the best hockey he's ever seen. These are people not afraid to like put themselves out there and say things that aren't necessarily incendiary or controversial, but just how they see it. And I think actually maybe it's that open approach that helped him a little bit in this test because I think I think there was a moment when Root was going a bit mad today. Well, I didn't really know what he was doing, and I wonder if he did either. But I think I, maybe if this happens last week. And because it's Joe Root, Rohit spreads the field. And he didn't do that. And because he didn't do that, Point is right there to take that catch. And Root goes for that shot because he wants a field being put out because he wants to go back into milking mode, essentially. Um, and so, yeah, I think, yeah, you know, just go back to what you said, a bit of openness, a bit of understanding that what England do, are doing, you know, it's not revolutionising Test cricket, but it is making it a bit different and adapting to that difference. 
I've always found it fascinating, and when I say fascinating, what I mean is a lie, when captains say, we don't care about the opposition, we're just going to play our game. And Rohit Sharma had gave us that spiel before the first test match, and it's just not true. It'd also be something, it'd be a, a silly way to approach a sport if you weren't going to kind of factor in how your opponents are playing. And I thought today that was interesting in terms of earlier on, there was some criticism that India had kind of defensive field, fields that were too defensive. And I was like, well, actually, if you know an opponent is going to try and stick you over long on and they're going to do it whether they're at long on or mid on, that long on actually becomes an attacking position because it becomes a wicket-taking opportunity. And I know that Ashwin spoke before the series began when he was kind of, I think he said it on his YouTube channel, that he was looking forward to just playing a different style of cricket. Like, these guys spend 365 days a year either preparing or playing cricket to then have it a little twist put on it and go right this is going to be a different approach a different way of having a new set of problems to encounter I think for the, those guys who've been around the block it's exciting talking about people who are been around the block careful no I'll never speak about you there mate no way um, we're expecting well we're thinking maybe Virat Kohli returns we're thinking maybe Jadeja returns we're thinking maybe Kale Rahul returns one, you can say this is a missed opportunity for England. This is probably the weakest 11 they'll face of an Indian team this series. Yeah. And two, do we have any information about whether these guys are coming back? What are we expecting from an Indian perspective going into Test 3? Uh, I mean, I, I wrote at the start of the Test yesterday and then again today that this was, A, that it would be a missed opportunity if England lost. And you know, yesterday and today, that, that it is a missed opportunity because of what you said, because it is is the weakest eleven that they'll field, um, and that's through circumstance, really, rather than selection or people falling out or this that, and the other. I mean, Veracoli, I don't know, I, I, and it sounds like the kind of thing that we probably really shouldn't, um, you know, um, I don't know, like try and predict. I suppose, yeah. Ab De Villiers has put on his YouTube channel. There's something about a, a child. Yeah, I mean, but again, we don't need, we don't need to go into that. He doesn't need to go into that. I don't know why he's doing that. Just tell people you mates with Veracoli, mate. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, he texts me. Do you think you'll ever see Sorry, Mukesh Kumar again in your life? You, well, I, I saw him in the hotel. We, we were staying at the team hotel and I saw him and I was like, yeah, there you are. Because I did think that. Um, no, again, we probably won't, but, you know, he's won a test, is not he? So it doesn't matter. Um, I suppose Shami's the one, though, isn't it? Because I think there's a moment when actually England play Boomer quite well. And it's after that early movement. Basically, what Zach Crawley did today is after that early movement, you don't necessarily go after him, but he's trying, he's always attacking you, and you can attack him because of the way he tries to attack you because of his length of full and, you know, he's very, really short. Um, and the idea that they could bring on someone else who's just relentless as well relentless in a different way but equally as, as relentless and, and threatening it's just a little bit different I know England obviously can say they face that during the Ashes but it's a little bit different here when it feels less of a risk taking on the seamers than it does taking on the spinners so yeah I mean it does it does completely change things really doesn't it and Jadeja like do you think Axel played well today or you know in this match I feel like England have had a bit of hold on him over these over these last two tests maybe because it was sorry <laughs> maybe because I, I suppose his um his space in their head was over inflated they oversold him space in their head after that 2021 series 
and came in and then you come into this and you're like oh look he averaged nine there and he's averaging whatever it is now well I think England kind of was well, that Crawley got out to him in his first over in the first innings and that was kind of a direct result of basically putting two fingers up towards him being like we're going to attack you no matter what so um, Crawley was like he hadn't really been spinning it I was like he bowled two balls Zach yeah. he, he bowled two balls well, he, hit, he hit his third ball for four and then he tried to hit the fifth ball for four as well yeah so he'd already got away with we'd well, not got away with one but he'd already hit him for a boundary hello for those of you on YouTube we've had a scene change everything broke over there and now we've got the beaches of Vizag below us for those listening on Spotify or Apple it's going to be a bit confusing but it's fine anyway one of the th main things I think rather than the spinners being the point of conversation from this test match I think it may It'd be interesting to see if it changes either team's approach to using seamers. Because you've had a lot of success from Bumrah and James Anderson. But is that a question of, okay, both England want to play a second seamer, or is that a conversation of, well, James Anderson and Jasper Bumrah are incredible? Yeah, that's that's a difficult one. It's like, oh, if we imagine if you had both of them bowling, you know, if you had two of them so you could bowl at each end. Yeah, imagine that. Rule the world. Um, I'd say England's conversation is a little bit different because Ollie Robinson can do some of the things that James Allison can do. And I suppose we just had the conversation about Shammy, didn't we? So, you know, Shammy coming in does make the difference, but obviously it depends who that seamer is. I think we saw today that over the course of this test, Mukesh Gumra isn't that guy. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe, maybe if they want that point of difference in Mark would fine, but it felt like all three spinners worked really well were really reliable, were really durable, and now they've got 10 days off as well. You know, Shobashir bowling, you know, second most overs he's bowled in a, in a match. Um, that's something for him to, I suppose, feel over the next few days and then, you know, shake off while he's in Abu Dhabi and come back um, for that third test as fresh as he'll ever will be between test matches, really. Um, but yeah, no, I don't... I don't feel it. I mean, he's right. You say, you know, you, you look at the numbers of like scene movement and stuff like that and you're like, oh yeah, but these are two of the best in the world at doing that. So yeah, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. I, I don't necessarily think it does, it does lend itself to that. I'll tell you what it does lend itself to, a real damn good all-rounder. Do you remember them? Who, remember who, bowling all-rounders? Who in the England team could do that or had done, done that previously? I, I don't know personally. No, I know Ben Duckett's bowled scene before. Nice. Um, got two first class wickets as well but other than that no one's really speaking to mind no one no one that say we've seen bowling the nets exactly. no one's in the nets in terms of um the unnamed uh, all-rounder i thought ben stokes was it was unusual today in that a talking point was uh umpiring decision on technology i think i don't think this has happened in terms of in this era yet of where like england feel they've really been stuffed by something and so they've had to break the kind of the happiness and the relentless positivity facade. But I was surprised at kind of Stokes's comments about the Zach Crawley dismissal, called it Yavav, doubting basically the technology. Having said that, he then said, or you were referring to the fact this isn't the first time he's done this. I mean, he's questioned stuff before while also, you know, saying like, it's not why we lost, but I did find that confusing. Okay. Which I suppose is quite, you know, quite a savvy political way of doing it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just asking questions here, what he's saying. Um, I kind of know what he meant, because I did think... As soon as I see leg stump and that kind of stuff, I'm always like, ooh, that sends, sends me a bit wild. And I was like, I could see his leg stump and backing away, blah, blah, blah. It, it wasn't a howl. If it was given out and then upheld, I would have been confused about the scale of the impact the DRS was projecting, but then I, in my head it would have been unpassable. And I think that's basically it. 
if it's umpire's call, it stays with Erasmus' decision and Crawley goes on. But, yeah, as he said, it wasn't the reason England lost the match. So it's kind of... And he didn't want to escalate it. But he, he was asked, we should say, he was asked specifically about the decision, what he thought of it, did he think it was correct, and he gave that answer. And I don't think he mentioned it in the broadcast interviews, it was only in the press conference. So... Yeah, it is what it is. He, he, got, he got asked a question and he answered it. Headingly 2019, sliding down leg side. I actually do, I do actually subscribe to that conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. That is, and, and I think he said it in that Headingly press conference afterwards. He was like, I would have been livid if that was given. And was like, well, of course you would, mate. You, you were like two runs away from being off the, one of the best chases ever. But I think um, we've spoken to people kind of within the Hawkeye sphere. And in general, sure. they basically go like, ball tracking sound back it all the way like very accurate um, decision making where they go when you're doing ultra edge that's where the human element comes in because you're basically having to align frames in terms of where a spike is and it is like fantastic technology and it's used properly and well but in terms of where there's where criticism can lie i don't think going the computer is wrong really takes you very far anyway let's carry on with that we move into a the 10-day break. Is it 10 days now? It's about 10 days, yeah. Uh, England are going to Abu Dhabi, uh, back to Abu Dhabi, and they're not playing any cricket. Is that happy, fair? Well, that's what they're saying, yeah. They, you know, they always have the option of doing something. Like, I can't imagine Jimmy would want to be, you know, just left on ice for, for 10 days, and like, people would want some kind of top-up. But, pri- well, primarily, it's just for rest, and families are coming out there as well, so they're just getting everyone together, and... You know, it's a nice idea. Um, I think people, uh, you know, I, I think the soft launch of Abu Dhabi happened during the training camp and people were annoyed about that, but it, they won the first test and it was fine. They've done pretty well in the second test. Granted, they've lost, but so this next Abu Dhabi trip isn't a problem. I think the issue would have been if they were 2-0 down and they're going back to Abu Dhabi, um, then people would be uh, spewing about that. But yeah, I, I think generally it's just like, a de-stress is a place they know. It's not the best place in the world. Like, it's quite a vacuous place. I think you and I both know that. I think a lot of people here probably watching it, this, know that. Um, but, yeah, like, they seem to like it and it seems to fit well with it, whatever they want from free time, which seems to be golf, driving ranges. Golf and driving ranges. Yeah. Well, different, aren't they? Yeah, of course. I would say so. If someone said they were going to take you to play football... Or take you to watch football, and you came to watch our Friday Night Five side. It's not a lie, but it's not football. That is true, but but then I feel like the selling point is the golf there, as opposed to the, the, to the driving range. Yeah, hey. fine, fine. Hey, have you got cash? Your own plans? Uh, I am going to be working really hard over the next yeah. ten days. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm going to be working equally as hard as you in uh, Goa. We're having a little break, going away, no netting at all I'd actually love to have a net in India because I feel I feel like we talk about this and players talk about oh, how different it is to net around the world or play on wickets around the world I think it'd be quite an interesting just from like two lay idiots to be like oh this is actually very different to netting in North London I tell you what, what if you want a good if you want to bat on a good Indian wicket go to Abu Dhabi <laughs> That's a good point. That was, that was going to be my kind of general point about the, them saying because India are having time off as well they're all going home seeing their families Ollie Pope said this uh, ahead of Hyderabad. He said, we got here and I haven't netted on a wicket that's spun in three days. Abu Dhabi was fantastic, really good for preparation. And so I could kind of see a world where they could at least publicly say, they could have at least publicly said, we're actually going to go and have a few more nets in Abu Dhabi because uh, it's going to be better preparation for Rajkot than Rajkot is 
for Rajkot? I don't know that shitting on um, ground staff in India is the way to go about things generally, particularly ones for practice wickets. Yeah. But I mean, I think like I, I think they. I don't know. I don't mind it. Let's assume they're playing some cricket or thinking about cricket. They're probably thinking about cricket. Always thinking about cricket. Always thinking about cricket. Always thinking about Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City. This was the final word daily from Vizag. I don't know if you can really see the beach over our right shoulder from uh, from YouTube. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. It's quite dark, but we'll see you again very shortly. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant. I had to go about it.